Hey, uh, before I get to the homeless solution, just want to go over a Facebook yard sale post that uh, was pretty classic. So, you know, on Facebook, you have these little online yard sales, online groups, whatever. And there's one in Gadsden called the Gadsden Largest Online Yard Sale. And this dude named Daniel Rydnor. Daniel Rydnor. He posted a post that just says, Easy money. 40 bucks. And here's what he wants you to do for the easy money. He says, Looking for someone to ride to Birmingham with my girlfriend so she don't get lost. I don't want to have to take off work to go. Cost me too much to go. Whole trip shouldn't take four more than four hours. Dude, (laughs) take four more than four hours. It's like, dude, I'm very confused. Does that mean it's not going to take eight hours? Is Is that a scam way of saying it won't take more than eight hours? Whole trip shouldn't take four more than four hours. Okay. So it's going to take seven hours. 40 bucks for seven hours is below minimum wage, but here we go. She will come pick you up. Gats in the area is preferred. Uh, okay, so I saw this and I was in disbelief. Obviously, I'm in disbelief because what the F is it? I mean, the girl, first of all, she needs somebody to go with her so she don't get lost. Uh, so she doesn't have a smartphone. The year's 2020, and your freaking girlfriend doesn't have a smartphone. Why? What does she have? She has a car, but no smartphone. Okay. Then, I don't want to have to take off work to go. Well, you're a piece of crap, boyfriend. You need to just take off, you freaking piece of crap. Cost me too much to go. Oh, yeah, as if you're making so much effing money. A guy that's going to pay a stranger to go with his girlfriend to Birmingham makes so much money that he can't afford to take off? Yeah, no. Guarantee that's not the case. Then he wants you to go for seven hours or four hours. I'm not really sure which one it is. Because he says shouldn't take four more than four hours. (laughs) Uh, and at first when I read this, I was like, you know, I called him out. I was like, huh, dude, what, what are you thinking? Like, come on, you're just going to let a stranger pick up your girlfriend and bring her to Birmingham? It's like you're asking for someone to murder your girlfriend, pretty much. And then I felt a little bad because I was like, oh, what if his girl is, like, blind or something? Uh, you know, that's why she's going to get lost if she goes on her own. And then I realized, no, no, she's not. She's actually totally fine because it says she will come pick you up to bring you out of there. So she'll come find you and then she'll bring you to... I love how she can find you, but she can't find Birmingham. <laughs> how? Uh, so, you know, I, I, like any logical person, was thinking, what an idiot. You're just going to let a stranger pick up your girl and you're fine with that. Not even an issue for you. So I said, hi, dude. I love how she would prefer a stranger over Google Maps. Only a woman would do this, I swear. And that's so true. 
so effing true. Would a guy ever be like, hey, can somebody come with me to Birmingham? I'm going to get lost. No. But I guarantee a girl would. I know for a fact my wife would do that. She would say she'll get lost, so she wouldn't go. And then some Diane Mayo holiday. Only a man would say something so completely stupid and rude. It's like, stupid? Oh, yeah, as if I'm the one here that's stupid. The guy that clearly sees a stranger bringing you to Birmingham is going to be a little sketchy. Oh, I'm the stupid one. So whatever. Okay, things keep going on, whatever. So then, as I knew what would happen... A guy who goes by the name of, and I'm not joking here, Aram Kerpakis. What the F, dude? What is this guy, Muslim from the Middle East? No? No, he's actually a white skinhead from Piedmont, Alabama. No joke. Aram Kerpakis. Here's what he has to say. He swings in and he goes, does she still need a wingman? And guys, when I say this guy, when I say this guy is a rapist, he looks like the type of guy, you know, when you're a kid and you see some like rough looking mother effer and you're like, man, I guess that's how you become when you're an adult. I don't know. You know, you got the skin head, you got the big old jawline and the beefy body. I guess that's just what being an adult's all about. And then you get older and you realize, oh, wait, I didn't become that. Only the freak rapists look like that. Well, this guy's one of those freak rapists. He's got a skinhead. In his picture, he's got a shirt off. And he's in a a bathroom. And there's a little um, axe, uh, you know, axe, the, the body spray, squeegee shower scrubber thing behind him. So you know he's a freaking G, man. And, uh... Yeah, he looks like he's going to F your girlfriend 100%. And I just F her, probably rape her. Like, the guy looks like his occupation would be professional rapist. He's unbelievable. In one of his pictures, uh, he posts him and a girl. And it says, Aram overtook Brooklyn. And it's got a gun. And, of course, he, again, no shirt. And this time he's in front of a bed that's got piles of clothes on it. And Brooklyn looks like she just got raped. This, this is the guy. This is the guy that you sign your freaking girlfriend up to go to Birmingham so she doesn't show, so, my bad, so she don't get lost. Good job, Daniel. Anyway, that's just a little short side note. Okay, now let's get to the meat of the topic. So I was in Charleston, South Carolina. Beautiful city. Great city. I was there with my wife. We were walking around. And, you know, as I do, I'm, you know, holding Darling's hand. And we're walking across the crosswalk. Everything's going good. Beautiful city. We get across the crosswalk and we choose to take a right. As soon as we start going right... This freak, and when I say freak, I mean absolutely out of her effing mind, trying to eat your face off, homeless woman, pretty 
much runs up to us and is like, get the F out of here. I'll F you up, motherfuckers. And she has that look on her face where it's like, she might eat us. She might effing pull out a knife and stab us. I don't know. She's capable of anything. And this is not the first time this has happened to us. The same thing happened in New York City and San Francisco. It just happens. It's a part of life when you're in any kind of city with homeless people. And quite frankly, I hate it. And to anybody that's like, hey, dude, you don't know what they've been through. You know, you don't know their story. Everybody's got a story. Uh, You're not going to be saying that when they're threatening to eat your face off. You're going to be running away, calling them a freak and to get the F out of your face. Guaranteed. So don't come at me saying you're mean. You're insensitive. The homeless people are not that bad. No, they're terrible. To me, they're one of the biggest problems in America. And why are there so many homeless people? It's because of the drugs. We all know it. We all know it. This whole little, they're mentally disabled. They have a, a mental disabilities. Uh, or maybe the drugs that they took for so long gave them the disabilities. Maybe that happened. And if that happened, then yes, drugs are the problem. Anyway, I came up with the freaking solution because quite frankly, I'm done with it. And I think a lot of Americans are done with it. You've seen the videos. They're pooping in the streets. They're throwing bricks at freaking public transportation for no reason. And this is how they always act. They always act like you're somebody that's stepping on their ground and they will murder you unless you get away. But in reality, it's a public sidewalk. Where do you want me to go? I'm never doing anything rude to them. I'm never doing anything bad, but I always get attacked like I've been freaking stalking them for the past month, and they're just tired of it. That's how you get treated. So I came up with a solution, and here's the solution. You create camps. I'm going to call them camps, okay? You create camps similar to the way the concentration camps were in Nazi Germany. Except they're not that bad, okay? So what you do is you build those long buildings that are one level. They're one floor. They're long, very basic, made out of tin and wood, and that's about it. And what you do is you create crap tons, okay? You put bunk beds as far as the eye can see. Uh, You have a female camp and you have a male camp. You definitely don't put the females together with the males because it's going to be rape city and that's just what's going to happen. You build the camps, you have them where they can house at least 100,000 males and 100,000 females. You give them basic showers. And when I say basic, I mean effing basic. You give them basic food and you give them basic bunk beds. And that's pretty much it. You know, you have like a little playground area. Pretty much it's a prison but it's not a prison. You have guards, you have people to run it, you have people to, you know, kind of overshadow, make it make sure everything's going well. So what you do is you build the prisons, then you send people out into each major American city. And you have them seek out the homeless people, you know, get an idea of where they stay, find a tent city. And you simply go in, you drive a big 15-passenger van. You go in with, uh, you know, weapons in case anything hits the fan, and you simply have tests, okay? And you approach the homeless people, and you start talking with them, okay? Uh, The first step is you have, like, a verbal conversation. You get an idea for how crazy they are. If they're unable to have a verbal conversation and they threaten you, 
you grab them, you put them in handcuffs, and you put them in your van. If they are able to talk with you and they seem somewhat normal, you give them a test. The test is very simple. It might be 10 questions. You know, you can finish it in a matter of minutes. And the questions are easy. They're very basic. Things as easy as like, what's five plus five? Or uh, who's the president of the United States? Or uh, what, uh, what, what country are Chinese people from? Like basic things that any normal person should easily be able to get. And you have 10 of those questions. Now, you complete the test. If they get below a 7 out of 10, then you put them in handcuffs and you put them in your bus, okay? Uh, and honestly, I wouldn't do handcuffs. I would do like zip ties because handcuffs can be a little pricey. You put them in zip ties, you put them in your van. Once you get them in your van, sorry. Once you get them in your van, you simply bus them to the prison camp. You strip them of every drug, every weapon, everything they have, and you give them the basic clothes, just like a prison. But there's no walls in this prison, okay? The only thing you have is it's it's simply in the middle of a desert. So if somebody wants to get out, they're going to have to hike like 20 miles or more in the hot desert to get out to civilization, and then they can escape. If they really want to leave that bad and they're capable of doing that, then it, they'll find a way to the city and we'll pick them up in the near future. But yeah, that's pretty much the idea. Uh, I think, honest to goodness, this would be huge because then all you would have left in the cities are the homeless people that aren't going to attack you. They're not going to poop in the streets. They're not going to be freaks that are going to be a danger to society. Because in all honesty, people can say what they want about homeless. Dude, you're not that bad. Come on, you're being mean. Oh, send them to a prison camp. Are you crazy? I don't think it's fair as Americans that we have to work our jobs and contribute to society and then have to be worried for our lives when we are walking to work or walking to the nearby cafe or walking to the park. Because sometimes we are threatened and there are definitely times where you feel like you could be killed. Okay, I've seen it happen. I've experienced it. I don't think it's fair. I think it's much more fair to send those people to a place where you're not, uh, where they don't have to beg for anything, they can't do drugs, and they're going to be on the path to getting out of there, okay? I think that's good. Because guess what? There would be no more begging in the streets, which would be great. There would be no more scary situations, because that's the thing. People always talk about cities are dangerous. Cities are really dangerous. I've never been threatened by anybody except homeless people. Those are the only ones that are ever dangerous to me. All the other ones are fine. Homeless people are freaks, and I do fear them. But anyway, what you do is you have them in the prison camp. They stay in there. After three months, after three months, you give them a test, okay? You give them a chance to take another test. Now, at this point, they're off drugs. They should be somewhat in the right mind. Now, this test is a little harder. It's probably more like 20 questions, and they're going to be much more difficult. Maybe things like, what's 7 times 40, okay? And obviously, there's no time limit on the test, so they have time. Uh, you know, who was the first president of America? Who is the current president of America? And who's the vice president of America? You know, things like this that most people who are in the right mind should know. 
You get through that test. If they pass that test, then they are allowed to go back to the city. Uh, you don't give them any money. You don't give them any help. You just put them back in the city of their choice. If they want to go to New York, you bring them to New York. If they want to go to Seattle, you bring them to Seattle. And that's kind of how you do that. Uh, this is a system that definitely would cost money. But if you think about how much money we're spending on freaking homeless people at the moment, giving them shelters, giving them this, giving them that. Uh, oh, uh, we got to clean up their poop. Now you have a poop cleaning crew that's going out there getting paid. They cost money right now. It would be money, but it would be cheap because you would do it the most basic way possible. It's People will call it inhumane. It's not inhumane. You're getting them off the streets. You're getting them off drugs. And you're giving them a second chance at life. This is something that we need to do. Now, my brother had an idea. And this is inhumane. And this is severely flawed. But he was saying that what you do is you put... Uh, cigarettes, just single cigarettes around the streets of big cities near homeless hotspots. Now, this is messed up. I'm warning you, I was not a fan of it. You put cigarettes out and about around different cities. In the cigarettes, you pretty much marinate them in poison and then let them dry out, okay? So that way, when somebody does pick it up and smokes it, they just drop dead, okay? They drop freaking dead. And nobody told you to smoke this cigarette. Nobody forced you to do it. That was all you're doing. Okay? And no normal person is going to pick up a cigarette and smoke it off the street. It ain't going to happen. The only people doing that are going to be homeless people. And then you would get, you would, it would kind of be like a rat poison. You know, when you have rats in your house, you put out rat poison. You don't tell the rats to eat the food, but they, they're going to eat it because they're hungry and that's what they want. And sure enough, what happens? They eat the food, they crawl into the walls, they die, they're gone. So it'd be borderline rat poison for homeless people. Uh, there's a few flaws here. Flaw number one, well, I will say this. Nobody would find out about it unless you made it clear that you were doing it. If the government never told anybody about it, People would just think it's odd that homeless people are dying. They wouldn't know how they're dying, but they would just think it's odd that they're dying, and that would be that. But uh, the problem here is I know when I was a kid, I thought things like cigarettes were cool or, oh, my gosh, I, I, I'm not allowed to have this, so I think it's cool that I happen to come across one on the street. You know, you come across a six-pack of beer somewhere, you're going to be tempted to drink it. I know as a kid I was, and I know as a kid I, if I ever found like a pack of cigarettes on the road, you better believe I'm getting this. So what you would end up having is you would have the occasional kid who's completely innocent, completely legitimate, end up picking them up, smoking, and dying. So that would be an issue. That'd be a big problem. I think your main targets that you would end up hitting would be druggies, homeless people and kids. So that's something to think about. But yeah, that's my uh, my homeless solution. I think it would be good. You know, you give them athletic facilities there. You give them gyms there that they can uh, exercise on, J just like prison. And, you know, you just run it and you see how it goes. Uh, you make it to where it's impossible to get shanks or anything like that. And you just do it. The, the homeless people, they couldn't really fight it. They would just have to deal with it. And I think it would work. I think it would make America a better place. I think it's one of America's biggest problems. 
And yeah, so that's that. And that's my plan to fix the homeless crisis.